You are listening to the Maynard Leadership Show with Desi Maynard and Jeremy Klein. Hey, everybody. We're going to get right to the show, but I just wanted to remind you that if you'd like to see some of what we're talking about broken down, like on a whiteboard in front of you on video using your eyeballs and probably some other uh, valuable original content, go check out our Maynard Leadership YouTube channel, uh, which is absolutely free as well. So let's dive right into today's show. Follow this approach and you'll never be burnt out. Yeah, we're going to go through some strategies to avoid burnout. Three. Procrastination. Yep. Um, or just not getting anything done with yeah. regards to productivity. So ultimately, guys, we're going to talk today about living by design and not by default. Um, that hurts. Yeah. Like, why does it seem like there's people out there that seem like they're robots? They can get so much accomplished in a day. Yeah. They read so much, they hit their goals, they get all these tasks done, they're just they're just making it happen. Uh-huh. And maybe you listening to this and like I have been in the past, you find yourself at five or six, seven PM and you're like, What in the heck just happened? Yeah. What you, I don't even know what I had for lunch. Did I eat lunch? Where where'd my day go? Like I felt like I was busy, but like I didn't get anything accomplished. And the cliche of, well, we all have 24 hours in a day. Don't we all have the 24 hours? And it's like, yes yep. and no. Um, it's the same time frame, but how we leverage our time, yeah. matched with leveraging our skill set, is going to make a difference. And so today we're going to talk about how to maximize that. But before you do, go to YouTube. If you're not on YouTube watching this, because we're going to be drawing some stuff on the board. Well, you can see it with your own eyeballs. Go there. Uh, If you are there, like, share, comment, subscribe. Uh, Same thing with the podcast. Like, share, uh, give us a five-star review. Uh, We would love to continue making an impact and really more of an impact on just how we can serve you guys better. And that definitely helps. Um, lastly, Desi, talk about uh, the, the course that we have right now. Hey, we run into a lot of leaders that just, they need that nudge off the edge. Yep. So what we've done, we created a four-day leadership challenge. You go to the website, www.mayorleadership.com, throw your email in, you will get immediately delivered. The day one video uh, starts to talk about skills, actions, behaviors of leaders, gives you specific action items to take action right now to get results quickly and to get you moved in that right direction uh, of a lot of some of the things that we're going to be talking about today too but go there get that make it happen and get on the right track like right now but um you know when we look at what does a day in the life look like and i think the word busy you know i heard you say that we've said that a ton we run into leaders to teams to sales pros to say that all the time. I'm just super busy. Mm-hmm. I'm just super busy. And honestly, <clears throat> that ticks me off a lot of times. Cause I'm like, yeah, but you know, the best builders and the ones that get things done are the busiest. Yeah. <clears throat> There's the old adage of, you know, if you want something done, call someone who's busy. Right. Right. Uh, Cause they're gonna figure it out. Um, but you'll notice it's a small tweak of saying the word busy versus, you know, I, I'm juggling a lot of plates. Yeah. Like, I try not to use the word busy. Well, and oftentimes, Desi, there's busy work that is treadmill work. Oh, yeah. And so that feeling of being busy and feeling exhausted, it's probably true. Mm -hmm. I I, I can't discount that. However, 
man, how efficient are we? How effective are we? So we're going to talk about that today. But that's the first step, really, and we look at this, is what does a day in the life look for you? What does it look like for you, rather? Like, yep. Is it something where maybe I procrastinate because I don't know how to make a decision? If you need help with making a decision, go to our last episode. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's I'm not procrastinating, but I just feel pushed and pulled in every way, okay? I, this is my day. It's all over the place, right? If you're not seeing this, I'm snapping everywhere. It's a crazy day. I'm just feeling like it's chaos. So when we talk about this today, we want to talk about you taking back that control and you living by design so your day is like this rather than living by default where somebody or everybody is vying for your attention and they're in control of your day versus you being in control of your day. Yeah, and I think so that's step one yep. is looking at it and saying, okay, I was by default. I'm now by design. Mm -hmm. What's that design look like? How do I do that? Yeah. So living by default is just, I just let things happen. Come what may, I wake up and just whatever the day has in store for me, and it just happens. I might set a couple goals, I might make a little checklist, but you know, whatever happens, happens. And yeah. then I'm busy because I get a thousand emails and I get phone calls and quick questions and fires to put out, right? Yeah, ding my email, ding my email. Yep. Living by design takes planning, it takes preparing, and taking the time, you know, pun intended. It's ultimately really focusing on what matters to you. Um, and not veering from that. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what does that mean? We're going we're gonna to dive into some hows and some, you know, different tactics in order to take that back. But the first call to action, the first thing that you want to do, and... Uh, I think this is every episode, we want to assess, we want to evaluate, we want to look at. Yeah. And so what I do is I look at this in 30 minute to one hour blocks from the time I wake up in the morning until the time I go to bed. If I were looking at, Desi, what does a day in the life look like to you, yep. you jot that down, right? And you know, you want to you wanna just first list it, mm -hmm. but then you want to ask yourself some questions. What is it that I do well? Like for you, with your day, because we do have a yeah. lot and we have this type of client and then this type of coaching and then this event and then this school. Um, when you look at and categorize this, if you were to look at this, let's say three, four, five years ago and yeah. you listed this out, what would you say, man, I do really well at this? Uh, I do really well at coaching and creating, and I'm absolutely awful at scheduling or tiny to do things. Yeah, so that's like the second I'm thing. horrible at them. What I'm good at, and then what are my challenges? Yeah. You have to be real with yourself because I'm really good at ideas, vision, creating. Mm -hmm. I'm good at those things. I'm good at getting results. You shoot me, what's, what's, what's the bar that we need to set? We're gonna just plow through and go after it. Yeah. I'm not super good at the details, mm -hmm. the minutia. Not super good when you have a six hour, uh, you know, one hour, three hour, half an hour meeting when it could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Because my attention, we've had those. just because my attention isn't there. So you have to take a snapshot and say, okay, I wake up, I brush my teeth, 
take a shower, I get dressed and I go right to work, I jump in and I'm just in the chaos. Mm -hmm. Or I have it a little bit more planned. And so we'll talk a little bit about yeah. that. But that's the first call to action is make a list. Whether it's on a whiteboard like this, whether it's in a journal, write it out from you know 6 a.m. to whatever time you go to bed. What you're gonna find just in this exercise alone mm -hmm. is not unlike what you would find when you're budgeting your money. Okay, yeah. I don't have enough money because I just, it just, I don't know where it comes, but I didn't budget it. Mm -hmm. I just spent it, I just wasted it. I just essentially threw it in the fireplace. As opposed to, this is what every single dollar does. For you Dave Ramsey fan, every dollar has to have a name, right? <laughs> you gotta do that. When I do that right with my time, those of you, like Desi says, it's frustrating when they say I'm just always busy. Those of you that take that stance, you're gonna find that you've, you have a lot more time than you think. Yeah, because when I hear that, I think, oh, you're just not good at prioritizing. You're always caught in some of the things that we're about to talk about, the unimportant things. Mm -hmm. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Okay, well, then prioritize your stuff for what matters most. Yeah. Right? It's like what I want to say, but they're going to be like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I'm like, because I hate the word busy. That's why. Yeah. Like, I'm busy too. I don't say that though. Someone needs my help. I say, let's figure it out. Right? And then I talk to my wife about scheduling it because I know I suck at that. Mm -hmm. right? And we're going to talk about those things. But Charles Darwin, mm -hmm. a man who wastes one hour of time, has not discovered the value of life. Yeah. So every time you waste time, like you're devaluing life. Mm -hmm. And that's not a lot. I mean, that's, that's heavy. It is. But, but it, so true. We don't, we don't ever or often stop to think about that. It's a resource that we can't get back. Unrenewable. It is, time is linear. It's actually half linear, because I can't go back. It just is on this trajectory, mm -hmm. you know? Time flies, oh, where did the time go? Yeah. And you don't want to wake up 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now with regret, because of time wasted. You yeah. don't want to wake up with potential still. If I'm 80 and still have potential that I've never used, that's not a good thing. When I'm 20 and I have potential, right? So how do I maximize that time and value it so that I'm not lost in the weeds? Yeah, and I want to debunk a myth too. <clears throat> and I'm gonna debunk this because I fell into this trap. Um, is that I, we can't waste any time. We gotta make sure that, you know, Desi and Jeremy saying don't waste time. Make sure that we're being really effective, really efficient. Um, like that doesn't mean that I can't spend time with my kids. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I don't have an intentional date night every Friday night with my wife. Um, that's intentional. That's not wasting time. That's the key. Right? So that becomes really, really, really important. Um, absolutely. By design, all of the things, career and life. Now, do I also intentionally, um, I don't call it wasting. I call it resetting, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, but do I do that too? Yep. I do yes. that too. Because I need that regeneration. Yeah, and your key word there, Desi, that you said is intentional, right? If I'm just like a zombie waiting for the next Netflix show to revamp and then start, and then even after it says, are you still watching, hit yes, and now it's one o'clock in the morning and where did the time go? If you ever right? get to that point where it says, yeah. do you want to keep watching, hit no. Yeah, no, guys, I I've been there. 
right? Yeah, no um, doubt. <laughs> but if that is the constant, that's not that's not what we're talking about. But if you have the intent, there's some intentional days where it's a do nothing day. Mm -hmm. It's a rest day, right? There's Sabbath for a reason. Yeah. But if all throughout my day and all throughout my time I'm wasting it and there's different pockets and phases where I could have been super productive, just know that, you know, bad news is you can't get that back. Mm -hmm. The good news is, is we can take the time right now to decide this is what I'm going to do with my day, Absolutely. my week, my months, and my years. Yeah. Um, so step one, assess it. Yep. If it's by default, move in the direction of design through intentionality. Mm -hmm. Step two, avoiding burnout. Effective versus efficient. Yes. What do those mean? All right. So what's the difference? Efficient is, according to our lovely friend Webster, performing or functioning in the best way with the least waste of time or effort. Essentially, efficiencies are doing things right. Doing things right. And if you look at it in, in this way as well, it's efficiency is leveraging your time. Okay, yeah. Leveraging, we're looking at leverage. How do we become more productive? Efficiencies, leverage time. Um, efficiencies have to do with strategies, systems, processes, and methods, right? Yeah, so it's, you know, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, not A, F, D, C, B, L. Exactly right. Gotcha. It's not ready, fire, aim, shoot from the hip. It's the systems are in place to become efficient so that I can track it, I can measure it, I can repeat it and I can scale it. And you've designed those systems. They're not controlling you. Correct. You're the one that put them into place yep. so that you can do the right things. Exactly. So, right, we said make a list of your day. Then you can see, man, what do I value? Mm -hmm. what, what am I looking for? Then I can put those systems in place. And, uh, I, and that, I mean, that, that's a heavy hitter because when we talk about you know, self-awareness all the time, but we'll look at a leader's calendar and we always say like, let me show me your calendar and your bank account, and I'll tell you what's important to you. Exactly right. And that's like, oh, I better take a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and self-assess if that's true or not. Yeah. And ooh, what is it that I unconsciously value? Yeah. Right? Do I place this massive value on stupid emails that mean nothing versus uh, my leadership team of five people who need and want and require more of my time? Yep. But I can't because I'm in my email. Exactly. Uh-oh. Right? Know your yeah. values. Yep. Uh, second thing is, is what's effective? Effective is essentially producing the intended result. That's what effective is. I had a goal to get the result. I was effective in achieving it. Efficient versus effective. Uh, effect if efficiency is doing things right, effectiveness is doing right things. Little play on words. One word there, difference, yep. but massive um, yep. dichotomy. So I'm doing right things. Look at it in the perspective as if, if efficiency is leveraging my time and some of my efforts, effectiveness ultimately is leveraging my skill. Okay? Because if I start something brand new today, Desi, I'm not going to be probably super effective at it. I'm probably going to suck. Right? We always yeah. say, do it bad before you do it good. And so as my skill set progresses, so does my effectiveness. And what you'll find is oftentimes there's people that are geared towards sales, and then there's people geared towards engineering. 
Yeah. Just depends on how, how, the, how their skill set is set up. Well, I could wing it if I have some natural ability on both instances. Yeah, right. And so uh, I could be effective and hit the mark, right? And so am I, A, setting the methods up in the systems to bring efficiencies? Mm -hmm. And then also am I being effective? Now, so a great, I got a great example of this. We used to do um, drills uh, in college football. We used to do the same exact drills every single day prior to practice, okay? And they were the same exact drills done the same exact way, in the same exact order. All right, when I was a freshman, I sucked at those drills and they took me a long time, uh -huh. all right? As I did them more and more and more and I got figured out the process, figured out the system, I could now do more of them in less time. So I was actually getting both of those by repeating those same processes over and over, being intentional about it and focusing on how much time is this taking me, what am I doing good, what am I doing bad, constantly reassessing. I was able to be efficient and effective mm -hmm. and get those done a whole lot faster. So then I came up with using the logo mantra of do it right, do it light. But the only way to do it right and light is by doing it long and wrong for a while. Okay. Nice. Okay, so you've you got to figure out the time and the skill yep. in order to be efficient and effective. Oh, that's great. That's how I learned it the hard way. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. That's the, we get that question quite a bit is like, so which do I need? Do I need efficiency? Do I need Trick question. Yeah. Both. Yes, the answer is yes. Right? Red or blue, I, absolutely. Do I need efficiency or effectiveness? Yes. I mean, because if you think about it, Desi, we can be efficient in a lot of things, but not effective at all, right? Oh yeah. If I have a focus, you talked about stupid emails earlier, if I have a focus that I have to get through and send these emails, or I have to make all of these phone calls, and I make those calls at 6 a.m., but I'm calling California, probably not super effective. No. But I'm efficient. Miss, miss the mark there. I'm efficient. My system, I got through it very well. I've opened up time. Yeah. Um, you know, a, and the same thing with effectiveness. Effectiveness can be very much ready, fire, aim. I'm good with people, so I made a sale. And Desi says, well, how did you do it? Like, what steps did you take? And I go, well, I don't know. I just bought. I just, they just like I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was effective. I got the sale. I mean, I didn't do it wrong. How do I measure against that? And then how am I going to do that tomorrow at 10 a.m. and then the next day at noon? So that's a, that's a key benefit then. Correct. Of if we can actually figure out how to do both, yep. then, it's actually, then it's a repeatable process to get predictable results. Exactly right. Yeah. So you can have one but not the other, right? A shovel is super efficient in moving objects. Mm-hmm but not super effective in eating cereal. Yeah, if I have a nail, then I'm a hammer. But if I have a nail and I have a teddy bear, not so great. Yeah, or if I have a nail and a bucket of screws, or a hammer and a bucket of screws. It's, there's certain tools that you gotta have to have both efficiencies and effectiveness to get that. So, so how do we do that? How do we focus really getting on both? And it gets back to what you mentioned earlier, it, get back, it gets back to what we've talked about in previous casts yeah. as well, and that's starting with why. We're talking about time, 
talking about your day to day, but why? Why do you get up? Why do you start with email? What goals and objectives do you have? What are some of your value systems that you need to, to take shape? Once you have that figured out, like this is why and it makes sense, okay, now what do I need to accomplish? Because with all of the tasks that get thrown your way, Mm -hmm. whether it's interruptions or whether it's something that maybe you've scheduled, you have to point that back to, does this align with my vision? Does this align with my why? Yeah. And I mean, you have to get good at saying no. And yeah, I'm not I'm, able to do that if I don't have this, right? Yeah, the prioritization yes. of it. And I think before you can even prioritize, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, like cut this down to like two things. Yep. Like you heard me say earlier, like I'm going to coach and creating. I should only be doing those two things. Mm -hmm. Now, do I do some other things? Sure. But at the end of the day, like those are my two things. So I'm in a constant mission battle war to get to the point mm -hmm. where I'm only doing those two things or I'm doing those two things 80% of the time. Yep. So you need to find out what those two things are so that you can prioritize um, what you're trying to accomplish, the tasks that you do, the skills that you have, um, so on and so forth with the prioritization, A, B, C, one, two, three. Exactly right. So yeah. find out why, find out what, prioritize what you need to have, and then what not to do. Do not multitask. In our company, multitask is a four-letter word. You will never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never be optimal at yeah. what you're doing if you're doing 10 things at once. No. You just won't. Desi is a great creator. He is a great coach. If he's creating and coaching at the same time with different objectives in mind, not so great. No boy, I know. Probably still good. Yeah, but who wants good? Maybe adequate. I don't know. But <laughs> do not multitask. You want to be very much focused. Now, when we talk about that, and we'll, we'll, we'll look at this here on the board in a second, but we want to look at when we prioritize, we can easily batch. We can easily mm -hmm. group and say, this task relates to this task, and I'm going to knock this whole category out. But I don't want to be making a quote, be in a corporate meeting, be on the phone, be text messaging, be IMing, yeah. and then watching my favorite show on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it right now, full transparency. We're batching <clears throat> these right now. Yep. We're doing multiple episodes so that we're in the state of flow. This morning, I did the same thing, 4.30 to 8.30 a.m. I have two massive screens. They're both 27 inches apart, right? It's, I call it my, my battle station. I had one window open and no phone, no lights, mm -hmm. and had one thing yeah. in mind. Yeah. That is it. Right? And guess what? I knocked that thing out of the park and actually got halfway done with another thing mm -hmm. that I wasn't even planning on. Yep. Okay. So do not multitask. Okay. Nope. Why, what, prioritize, don't multitask. And then lastly, do a personal check-in a few times a day. A lot of people look at how the day go. How'd the week go? How'd the month go? Or maybe you're one of the people that say, I'm only going to do a New Year's resolution and then fail in February, right? Yeah. Um, but, but successful, high-achieving, high-level folks, they're going to check in a few times a day. Yeah. I'm going to look at my day that I've already had planned out. 
right before lunch, I'm going to say, okay, what interruptions did I have? Mm -hmm. Am I on the right? Am I on the right path? Did something come up where I already had to make a shift? Should I be doing something else right now? Am I doing the most important thing at this moment? Yeah. So you want to take a quick check-in. And this is one that we stress, like, don't beat yourself up. This isn't a yeah. um, check-in and, and self-condemnation and shame. It's essentially a snapshot. This is how your first three hours went. How do we tweak? This is how your next three or four hours went. How do we, how do we assess and course correct if need be? And at the end of the day, add a boy, you did awesome. Mm -hmm. Add a girl, we, we needed a little bit of work to do, right? Yeah, um, so at the end of the day, yep. if you don't have time to do it right, you're probably going to have to do it again. Yeah, when will you have time to do it again? Exactly yeah. right. So if you do it right, you do it light. That's what oh. my old coach used to say. Do it right, do it light. And actually, that is from John Wooded. All right, he was, so he was a pretty the good next coach, step right? there, yes. He was, a, he was a pretty good coach? Oh, yeah, I think he's won a couple of games. Okay. Um, the next step here, the, to avoid burnout and to become more efficient and effective is the concept of urgent and important, okay? Uh, now, this is nothing new under the sun. This is called the Eisenhower box. You can get this a lot of places. Maybe we'll throw one up here as well. Look at that. He already did. Um, Dwight Eisenhower said, I have two kinds of problems, the urgent and the important. The urgent are not important, and the important are never urgent. So we're going to break that down for you um, and talk about each one and talk about where you should spend the most time. Um, but in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey uh, talks about the urgent things cause us to react, uh, which switches us from doing things that we actually should be doing, the priority uh, type of tasks, items, skills that we want to be working on. Um, and then urgent tends to have a mask on. It tends to be disguised as important because it's usually important to other people. When an email comes in, it's super important for them. Is that top on my priority list right now? I can tell you for me, no, it's not. Right? I should be coaching or creating right? or working on the next big partnership because that's my role. But it does feel urgent because my email just went bing or whatever your noise is. Uh, you probably shouldn't even have it open if you're working on something. And we'll talk, <coughs> talk about that here in a minute. Um, the important pieces, tasks and activities that lead you to achieving your goals, uh, and also that these are important to you, mm. your values, your mission, your company, your okay. goals. But break this down for us a little bit, Jeremy. Important, urgent, the different kind of blocks yeah. here. And make sure, hey, if you're not watching, go watch on YouTube because we're going to explain this. And if you are listening, we're going to do our very best to walk you through it in the audio type of version. But Jeremy, take it away here. Okay. So one of the things that you have to really understand is, and you hit it really on the head, is those definitions, urgent and important. Because so many things that are urgent in our lives, they are important to someone, right? It disguises it as important because you want to feel important. Somebody needs you. Yeah, which now, we like. If I've started... Backtrack to the first step. I understand my why. I understand my values. Mm -hmm. I understand what my mission is. 
Now I need to line things up that are first important to me. Otherwise, I'm going to live in this first quadrant that is urgent and important. Urgent. So you're saying, yes. hold on, because I think they might have this question. So you're saying the things that I do on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. have to be aligned with my overall vision for the company. Yes. So that's like a 30,000 foot view down to six inches. Mm -hmm. Got it. I like, I think that needs to be um, kept in mind all of the time that these things need to align. 30,000 foot view down to six inches. The vision of the company is X. Because of that, on Wednesday at 11 a.m., I'm doing something that is important. Sorry, Jeremy. No, nope, that's yeah. good. And you're going to see my scribble, scribble scratch here. This one is necessity. Quad one is urgent and important. I got to pick the kids up. I got an urgent meeting with a client. I have a deadline for a proposal that I have to make by 5 p.m., by mm -hmm. 2 p.m. I have a customer that's a high value customer on the phone and something's up, they need my attention. Yeah. Right? These are sometimes putting out fires, crisis. These are deadlines. Sometimes just the daily activities that are necessity. Quadrant one, think necessity quadrant, right? I do want to minimize that because I, this is still, a lot of this is reactive. I want to be proactive, okay? So let's talk about quadrant two. This is where we want to live. This quadrant two is going to be planning, goal setting, <coughs> preparing, right? Creating, dreaming. Yep. And I want to maximize this. This is what we would call the growth quadrant or the magic quadrant. Because what I'm doing here, if I maximize time in quad two, is I'm stopping things from being urgent before they become urgent, right? Yeah. Some of the things that are there. This is the key. So what we're gonna talk about here is in the, the not important yet urgent is quad three, okay? Yeah, so if you're listening, well, we've just set up a basic quadrant here. Yep. Uh, on the left side uh, of the axis is important, and then on the top, to the left to right, is urgent. So quadrant one is going to be important and urgent, right? which is going to be that necessity stage. We talked about um, crisis, deadlines, daily. Quadrant two is going to be important, not urgent in the top left-hand corner. That's our focus and growth quadrant. We're gonna be planning, prepping, goal setting, that type of thing, building relationships um, in that area. And now Jeremy's right here on the bottom left quadrant, which is quadrant three, which is the urgent but not important. Urgent but not important area. So Jeremy, tell us a little bit about urgent, not important. This is the, the scariest of them all because it's the deception quadrant. This is, when we talked earlier about being busy, this is, I'm busy. I'm doing busy work. Mm -hmm. I feel somewhat validated and gratified because, man, I answered 375 emails today, right? I was able to answer 55 questions from my staff. I was able to put out a ton of fires. I was able to, but 
Very seldom did it line up with quad quadrant two, which is the growth, focus, values, preparation quadrant, okay? Yep. Now, when you see this, and we'll have these resources if you're not on the YouTube, if you would like some of these resources for yourself, yeah. we'll have you click on the link. But as I circle this, one in three is where most people spend 80 plus percent of their time. So the important, urgent, and not important, urgent. Correct. Yep. Important and urgent, crisis. Not important, but urgent. Well, wait a second. Should I have, shouldn't I take care of those emails? Wait a second. OPNs, other people's needs. Shouldn't I take care of other people's needs? They're calling me on something and they need me to do something and they have a deadline to get it done. Okay. Well, you know, pro tip, if you're a manager and your director asks you to do something or a vice president, that now just became quad one. Yeah. It is now urgent and important. <laughs> However, if it's anything other than that and other people are requesting things that don't match what's important to you, yeah. the deceptive quadrant of quadrant three, one thing to focus on, in addition to minimizing that time, like you would in quadrant one, you also want to focus on delegating. Because maybe somebody else can handle some of these unimportant tasks. Again, unimportant to me. Might not be unimportant in the grand scheme of things, but yeah. it's not important to me. Maybe I can lessen these interruptions. Maybe I can have somebody else do the emails. When I say delegate, I don't just mean delegating to another person. Mm -hmm. I might say this is going to delegate to a different time. I have a list of things that I need to do today. This one didn't really make the cut in quadrant three. So I'm going to delegate half of these emails till tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's, let's pull that out one more time. Delegate to people and different days and times, mm -hmm. which really is another form of scheduling. Yeah, to get to that point of thing, but you can delegate two ways to people and to other time frames, other days, other time blocks. That becomes um, really important to keep in mind of uh, using that four-letter word in business about delegation. Um, we need to do so. We need to do it well. Those are the two ways to do it. Yep. So quad one, necessity. Quad two, growth. Quad three, deception. We didn't get to quadrant four, but that is trivial, wasteful uh, time that's spent. Am I spending a ton of time on my phone playing Candy Crush? Am I yeah. binging six more episodes on Netflix, right? Again, I, I would say, even though some of this is wasteful, if I have intention and I want to watch a movie with my kids, yeah, that's not bad. An example of that for me, I'll actually dive into this portion intentionally. Um, I will watch stand-up comedy intentionally in the middle of the day because it calms me down, it brings me peace, it brings me joy. But actually the reason I'm doing it is because it helps me think. Uh -huh. I'm trying to create something, but I'm thinking so hard that it's actually not helping me. I need to be distracted. Right? Yeah. So I want to laugh. 
I want to watch, you know, the funny cat videos or whatever. For me, it's always a stand-up comedian. Um, but that small distraction will actually help me be more creative. Right. So am I in that arena, in that quadrant? Yes. But I went there intentionally for a specific reason to get a specific result. Yeah. And here's the key. You mentioned earlier, Desi, intention. Am I using this time and it serves a purpose? <laughs> Or am I living in this time and it's using me for a purpose? Yeah. And was there a rabbit hole there that, right. you know, 10 minutes turned into three hours? Yeah. If you're using a service and you don't know what the product is, you're the product. If I'm stuck in something here, I'm the one that's being used. Okay. So we've got the four quadrants down. What we want to do, and this is going to be your call to action, you've listed your day, you've listed your week. Mm -hmm. Okay, based on all of those activities, I want you to do that same thing, building out these four quadrants. Just draw a cross on a piece of paper, top left, you're gonna put one, top right two, bottom left three, bottom right four. And I want you to list what your day throughout the week looks like based on those tasks in those categories. Mm. And where do those fall, right? And then, yeah. How much margin can I give myself to escape the trap of quads one and three and put on quadrant two? So okay. literally pull out your calendar. Yep. Right? Like here's your call to action. Pull out your calendar. Literally go through every piece of that. You can do a day. You can do, I would suggest a week. Yeah. And drop each one of those things into one of these four quadrants and then pull out a percentage of your arena, what? Give me a give me a decent ballpark. What percentage of our uh, our day, our week, should be in that focus growth quadrant two? With a lot of people in their default state, it's very minimal, if even existent. Oh man. Okay. What you're gonna want to do is block out maybe one, two hours, um, maybe even a day in that. Okay. Oh, that's just so much. Okay, 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. You know what, I just, I'm so busy, 10 minutes. Tony Robbins says, if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. That's a great like point. You're, you're spending eight hours doing something here for other people, yeah. focused on urgent, urgent, get this done, versus, okay, what do I need to accomplish? Yeah. What am I dreaming what for? What am I planning, what am I preparing? Right, then I can say on a Friday, mm -hmm. what does next Monday look like? Yeah. What do I want next Monday to look like? What about Tuesday? Huh. Then I can say, well, that's October. Do I have any plans for November? And what I'm doing now is I'm budgeting my time mm -hmm. so that I have blocked out time in my calendar. We've, we've told clients, listen, your only task is I need one day a week that you find one to two hours ahead of time and block out and just write quad two. Mm -hmm. Well, what am I going to do? I don't know. The world is your oyster. What, maybe it's, what do I want? Maybe it's, what are my goals? Maybe it's un, you know, decluttering all the stuff that's in your brain, and I'm just going to data dump. Yeah, magic happens in the white space. Yep. I think a great analogy of really all four of these quadrants is you're standing on a river fishing, okay? And all of a sudden you see a drowning kid come floating down the river. You jump in. Save the kid, you pull him back out. You turn around, there's another kid coming down the river, drowning again. You jump in, you pull him back out. You're trying to catch your breath. You look over, there's another drowning kid. Okay? 
eventually you tell your buddy, hey, go get the drowning kid. I'm going to go upriver and beat the guy up to throw these kids in the river. When we're just going and saving that kid, we're on that left side. Yep. Okay? When we're like, hey, I'm going to go upstream and beat the guy up. He's throwing these kids in the river. That's when we're in quadrant two on that focus well, and growth. <laughs> Take it a step further is, how do I teach these kids how to swim? <laughs> Even better. We can do that in our planning stage, right? So go upstream, beat the guy up who's throwing the kids in the river Man. while your buddy is there teaching those kids how to swim. <laughs> then we are efficient and, and effective. effective. We are important. We have covered all the arenas yeah. to now fully avoid burnout. That's it. Guys, um, value your time. I, I have a quote that I've, it's probably on every one of my devices. It's on my computer by uh, Seth uh, Rogan, or Seth Godin rather. And he says, you're more powerful than you think you are. Act accordingly. Love it. Like, focus on your time is the only resource that you cannot get back. Maximize it, right? I have four kids. You have two awesome, spunky kids. Like, you just can't get some of that time back. You're running a business. You got dreams and aspirations that you want to grow. Um, how do I maximize my day so that I don't look back in one to two to five years and say, what in the heck happened to my life? Yeah, or I'm six, six months down the road. Uh, I'm running around like my hair's on fire, and I'm like, I can't do this somehow. I can't do this. this. is not, that's one of the things that you despise, but also it's one of the things that gets you up in the morning is talking to so many people that say, this is not what I signed up for when I decided I wanted a business. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I had this in mind. I had this in mind, but I'm waking up, and I don't know my left from my right. Yeah, I feel like I'm a victim of my business right here. You're burnout. Right, three steps to avoid that. Just to recap and summarize, live life by design. Don't let it control you. Mm -hmm. Don't be don't be in the default. Effective versus efficient. Yup, both. Yep, both. Leverage your time and doing things right as well as doing the right things. And then make sure we live on the right quadrants of urgent versus important. That's step three. Live by design. Be efficient. Be effective. Do the right things in the right way. Yep. And always, always, always take inventory of the tasks that are being done. That's it. Three steps. That will That's avoid it. burnout every single time. Get it done. And, hey, if you like this stuff, like, subscribe, share. We love seeing you guys. We love hearing your questions and getting ideas of better content for you guys. Um, share and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, all the goods for the podcast. And, hey, maybe you're that leader that needs to kick in the pants. Um, just like I was, just like Jeremy was, yep. we've designed something exactly for you to get you started, to get you a result, a result today. That's the four-day leadership challenge. Go to www.mayorleadership.com. Put your email in. You'll get that first video right away. You can get started. It's got specific action items on it uh, that will get you and your team moving right away, right now. Three ways to avoid burnout. Get it done. Have a powerful day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mayor Leadership Show, and have a powerful day.